Welcome to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Today we're going to focus in on your house. We'll talk with the president of the Missouri Association of Realtors to see how the housing market is shaping up this spring. And we'll also find out how Missouri is projected to handle potential floods this year. And for aviation buffs, there is a museum in Marshall you will not want to miss. Uh, We have quite a history to the early years of flight and uh, Marshall, Missouri, played a big role in that. So that story's coming up. One Republican member of the House of Representatives wants to make adoption a bit easier by getting rid of a tax credit limit for expenses. Representative Hannah Kelly talks with Anthony Morbeth. So uh, this issue came about, Rob Scobo, when he was speaker, called me into his office one day and he said, Hannah, I really want to work on adoption. And some folks have proposed to him the idea of an adoption tax credit and a foster care tax credit. And being a former foster care mom, as well as an adoptive mom uh, now, um, I fully understand and have lived and walked the road of what Missouri families are walking on on both sides of the issue. Um, Adoptions aren't cheap. Oftentimes, even if you're adopting through the state, you've still got extra expenses. My, for example, would be, um, you know, the adoption of my own daughter. She, she was 17 when I adopted her and there was, I had to pay to get it done. Right. Um, because I'll be quite frank with you. The system is such that it almost kind of pushes the older kids that get stuck in it. Um, off to the side. And I don't mean that bad to anyone listening who might be working hard within the system to change it uh, and to serve the kiddos on the front line. It's just the unfortunate facts that I have known to be the reality of our situation and others as well. Anyway, so with that and also, you know, being a foster mom who's had kids dropped on my doorstep who needed more things than what the allowance would cover, right? You know, and I was blessed to be able to get those things for them. But looking back, it would have been so wonderful to be able to, you know, to apply towards a foster care tax credit at the end of the year to help balance my own books to help potentially continue serving in that way. Um, so when the speaker when the speaker proposed these ideas to me, I, I of course jumped all over and I was like, I want to do it, I want to do it, you know, and. So what we did was we expanded the adoption tax credit from special needs kids to everyone. Like, and, and I got some pushback on that because I had people make some well-meaning, well-intentioned comments of like, you know, what if I'm going out of country or what if I'm going across state lines to adopt a child, you know, why should I get a tax credit? Well, my response to that is, is if there is a family in Missouri who is building their life in Missouri, who happens to know a child in need the next state over or the next country over, I that child, once adopted, is a Missourian. And that's the whole point of adoption is to, I tell this to people all the time, and I, I say this from a place of experience, adoption is a journey of pain, uh, born from a journey of pain uh, to a future of joy. That is the facts, right? And my daughter is my daughter. And yes, she has a biological mama in the family, but she's forever a part of my heart now. And she carries my last name. And just as that is a fact, anyone who would adopt from outside of state lines, that child's a Missourian, period, in my book. And I'm grateful that the General Assembly agreed with me and the governor did as well. And uh, we were able to pass those bills two years ago now. So now here we are with the reality that those tax credits were not refundable. 
And basically what we're doing with this is we're seeking to make those tax credits refundable up to $10,000 worth of expenses per household. The the notion, and and I mentioned this, uh, I myself have not adopted or gone uh, through the uh, foster care field, but I know that um, my in-laws and um, uh-huh. my wife's grandparents have. And the one thing that I hear constantly is this is extremely expensive. And uh, I would have to assume, uh, I know that you have received opposition on this, which we'll get to momentarily, but I would have to assume that there's a lot of people uh, praising this idea that you're basically proposing to get rid of the tax credit limit for adoption expenses. Yes, um, that's the ultimate goal. I want to make sure that we are, uh, that we're doing what we need to do. And making sure that we're supporting the kids, making sure that we're prioritizing families first over getting lost on a budget line when it comes to these kids having forever homes. I will say this to the last day of my, I I said this from the beginning and I will say this beyond the last day that I'm allowed to be in office. And that is government was never intended to be a parent. Government cannot be a good parent. Government will not ever be the parent any child needs. Our job is, as state government, I believe, to facilitate the opportunity for kids to know commitment from Missouri families. This is simply investing in forever futures for these kids with parents and homes and families that are strong and established. And it's it's money well spent in my book. Talking with Republican State Representative Hannah Kelly of Mountain Grove on Show Me today. We're talking about House Bill 714. It deals with the adoption tax credit. And uh, you, you you brought this up in one of your recent responses. I just wanted to touch on this briefly because in the name of trying to provide adequate coverage, both for and against, I, I do think it's worth highlighting some of the opposition I was reading. One comment says this is akin to the commodification of children, i.e. just a name, just a number, just another product. Uh, Another comment I said is that uh, the current $10,000 per year limit already is generous. Another person said no person is owed a child as the um, sponsor of this bill and also as someone who uh, obviously has gone through this and done this yourself. Talk to me about your uh, response to some of the opposition. My response is everybody's entitled to their opinion, and I appreciate and respect those opinions. But the facts of it are is we have checks and balances in this lane, for lack of a better word, because we all know that whether, you know, in any realm of society, there are good and bad actors, right? So I'm not going to sit here and say that there's every situation is going to be perfect. Um, there are going to be situations that are not good, but there's also going to be situations that are going to win for these children. And by the huge 99th percentile, we have a community of people in this state that are invested in making sure these kids get what they need. And I would challenge anyone, anyone who looks at this as monetizing children to take a walk with me down to their local community orphanage to take a walk with me 
down to the DFS office to talk to the to the caseworkers who deal with teens who are stuck in this system, who just want somebody to love and support them as they launch into adult life. I would challenge anyone to go down to the local motel with me and give blankets to the pregnant mamas who ha- are having a hard time and making decisions about what they do for their child's future. I would challenge anyone to tell me after putting clothes on the back of the kids to get dropped on your doorstep because they have nothing I would challenge anyone to tell me that this is about money. This is yes, we are talking about money on a on a piece of paper that is real that comes out of the state coffers. Absolutely. I fully acknowledge that this that this is absolute real money. But I refuse to accept the theory that we should put a price on these kids' heads because leaving you know, anybody that tells me that 10 to up to $10,000 per child, uh, and I would clarify, the $10,000 is for the adoption and the, the, this is adoption tax credit only. This doesn't dive into the foster care tax credit that we pass. And, but, but, but my response to those naysayers is go see the need in your community and see how much better a family unit can do for a child. And then come back and tell me what the answer is. Because 80% of the people in today will not be able to, for various reasons, to adopt. I fully understand that not everybody could do what I was able to do. I get that. I get that 100%. I also know that I had a nice lawyer that make me let, let me make payments on the adoption fee. I also know that my daughter needed a home. She needed a forever home so she wouldn't get stuck in the system until she was 21. And I also know that all of this stuff costs, but the ultimate thing is nothing is free. Nothing is free. But you, anything you name me is not free. This is what we should be investing in. We get so many things wrong at state government level. But the one thing we can get right is getting these kids forever homes and helping families be able to do that. And until anyone who claims that this is too much money goes and walks the process themselves and understands the reality of the expense, I don't think anybody has any room to talk until they've done it themselves. And then if you come back to me and you say, Hannah, it's too much money, then I'll have a conversation. But until you've looked children in the eye that need a forever home and understood what it might take to get him or her there, I don't really have a response because whether it's me, you, or anybody else, until you've walked the walk, you don't have, you don't have the bandwidth to understand the struggle. State Representative Hannah Kelly here on Show Me Today. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.